Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Busyness Podcast. I'm Kristen, your host, and today we're shaking things up a little bit. Instead of a normal episode or interview, I'm sharing a training that I recently recorded for a summit that I was part of. Because when I get asked to be a guest expert for a program or on a podcast, what they want always comes down to one thing. How can entrepreneurs be more productive? What's the secret? Why are we always feeling so overwhelmed and scattered? And usually when I start working with my clients, I see three mistakes they are making that is killing their productivity. If you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed with your to-do list, or you just wish you had an extra hour in your day, this episode is for you. Here are the three mistakes that are killing your productivity and the simple things you can do to fix them. Today, we are going to talk about the three mistakes that are killing your productivity in the simple ways to fix them. Many of my clients come to me wanting to have more time and to get things crossed off their to-do list. But what I find after talking to them is that they are making three mistakes, but the good news is they are easily fixable. And so that is what we're going to talk about today. We are going to help you fix the mistakes that might be killing your productivity so that you have more time in your day for the things that you love. If you don't know me, my name is Kristen Van Horn. I help female entrepreneurs create smart systems and schedules in their life and business that allow them to work just four hours a day, four days per week, so that they have time for the things they love. I am a former middle school physical education teacher who built a business while working full time so that I could quit my job and have more time with my family. I am a mom of two. I am a coffee and craft beer lover. And one of my favorite things to do in my free time is to go to concerts or travel to concerts with my husband and just travel in general. That is something that I love to do and my business has allowed me that freedom and flexibility to travel more. I built my business while I was working full-time as a physical education teacher because I wanted more freedom and flexibility. I watched my daughter get on the bus for her first day of kindergarten from a video that my husband sent me because at the beginning of the school year as a teacher, I was in teacher meetings that I had to be in. And so I was done missing out on the important moments in my kids' lives I was determined to build my business to a point where I could quit my job. Fast forward to the end of that school year, and I was able to quit my job from building my business. But here's what I found. When I had that freedom and flexibility I so craved, I was working all the time. I was more stressed. I was anxious. I was scattered. I was working at all hours of the day, and that's not why I got into business. I wanted freedom and flexibility. I didn't want to work 10 hours a day. That's what I was getting out of. I didn't want to do that anymore. And what I realized were, was that I was making three big mistakes that were costing me my time, that were costing me my productivity, that were costing me my sanity. And so we're going to dive into those today. So what you're going to learn are those three things that you might be doing that are costing you valuable time every single day. We're going to talk about how to overcome those mistakes because I don't want you to just realize that you're making these mistakes. I want to help you fix them so that you can maximize your time and your energy. And 
we are going to walk through how you can free up hours of time and get more crossed off your to-do list every single day. But I have a question for you first, because I really want you to think about this. If you could have an extra hour in your day, what could you do with it? Let's just say you had 25 hours in a day instead of 24. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What most of us are going to say is I would spend that hour cleaning my house, or I would spend that hour working on my business, or I would spend that hour getting things crossed off my to-do list. What we forget is that we want more time to have with our families. We want more time to do the things we love. And so we're going to talk about how simple fixes to these mistakes that we're making are going to allow you to do that without adding more to your to-do list, without dropping the ball on things, without missing deadlines, without not achieving your goals. You can still achieve your goals and work fewer hours, get things crossed off your to-do list and have time for the things you love. And so we're going to dive into those mistakes right now. So the first mistake, mistake I see many of my clients make is that they're not aware of where their time is going. And maybe you're like, I know where my time is going, but I have a feeling that if you are struggling with trying to balance all the things or feeling stressed and overwhelmed at the end of the day or not sleeping well at night or having trouble going to bed at night because you're so anxious about what needs to happen and what needs to get done the next day, we're probably not aware of where our time is going. That is just the symptom of the problem. We need to be aware of where our time is actually going. And so in order to find extra time in your day, you first need to know where you're actually spending your time right now. That is the only way that we can figure out where our time is going and how we can get more time for the things that we want to have time for. So there are a few questions I want you to ask yourself. Number one, how much time do you really need? How much time do you feel like you need during your day to get things accomplished? Do you need an eight hour work day to work on your business? Do you need an hour every single day to clean the house? Do you need an hour every single day to fix dinner for your family? How much time do you really need? The next question I want you to think about is how much time do things actually take you? I had a client message me just the other day and her goal was to build her business, but still have time for her family. I think that's most of our goals. She wanted to be able to go to her kid's school and volunteer there and do those sorts of things. She had dropped her kids off at school and she told me she had like 30 minutes where she decided to go back home and get things done around the house before she needed to leave and go to her kid's school to read a book to them, which is so fun. She wanted that time and now she has it. But she's like, I have these 30 minutes. And so what she did was set a timer for 20 minutes because she needed to leave after 20 minutes. And she was shocked at just how much she was able to get done. She she told me that she loaded and unloaded the dishwasher. She got a, a load of laundry going. She changed a poopy diaper. She changed her baby's clothes. She um, had packed lunches or meal prep dinner. She got so much done in just those 20 minutes that she was absolutely shocked. So a lot of time, we don't realize that things don't take us as long as we think they do. We just don't know. And so we might go, oh, I only have five minutes to get this done. That's going to take longer than five minutes. So I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to scroll Instagram instead. What if it didn't take you five minutes? What if it took you less than five minutes? So a lot of times we just don't know how much time things take you to, to finish. 
And then last, the third question, what things are you doing that are time wasters? I love social media. Actually, I have a business that is totally social media based. So I have to spend time on social media. However, there is a point where we spend too much time on social media. So I'm never going to tell anyone, just get off social media. I'm not going to tell you that because sometimes we just need to decompress and sometimes social media is the way to do that. And that's fine. It's, it's fun to scroll through the videos that your husband sends you that you can relate to and laugh. We need that in our lives. We need time to binge watch a show. We need time to do things that feel like time wasters, but really are good for our souls. They're self-care for us. However, there are things that we might be doing throughout the day that actually are wasting our time or that we are spending too much time doing instead of focusing on the things that are actually our priorities. So how do we fix this? How do we figure out where our time is going? How do we become more aware of how we are spending our time? That is when I tell my clients, and this is the first thing I have them do when they start working with me is we have to do a time audit. So what I have them do is for three days, keep track of what you're doing every hour of the day. And I highly recommend breaking this down into 15 or 30 minute intervals. So you know exactly what you're doing throughout the day for 24 hours. Now guaranteed, you're not awake 24 hours in a day. If you are, we really have to figure out where your time is going. But I want you to track your time for three days. I always suggest having one of those days be a Saturday or Sunday or a weekend day, because a lot of time that is our day when we have all the time in the world. And then we get to Sunday night and we go, I didn't get anything done that I wanted to get done. So I want you to track your time one of the days as a weekend day. And the other thing when you are going through this time audit is that I want you to be honest with yourself. This is going to help you know where you are spending or wasting your time. So be honest. It is okay if you have to write down, I scrolled TikTok for three hours. Be honest with yourself because maybe that's where your time is going. The more honest you can be and not fudge the details, the easier it is to fix the problem. So that is our fix action number one is we're going to we're going to do a time audit for three days. Mistake number two, you're not planning ahead. And I know what you're saying to yourself. I don't like to follow a rigid schedule. I like to go with the flow. Great. Great. I want you to be able to go with the flow. The last thing I'm going to tell you is that you have to follow a rigid schedule because that doesn't work for everybody. I love structure. I thrive on structure. Kids thrive on structure. But some people want the flexibility. They want to go with the flow. They want to be spontaneous. But there comes a time when you have to have some sort of plan in place, even if it is flexible, so that you can get things done during your day, so that you can be more productive. And so you've heard this before. When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. We need to have some kind of plan in place, even if it is a flexible schedule. And so a few questions I want you to ask yourself, and again, be honest with yourself. How often are you showing up late to things? How often are you missing deadlines? How often do you feel like you're going to drop the ball on something? And what I like to tell my clients when we are juggling all the things and we have multiple balls going in the air and I did not make up this phrase. I don't know who did, but when we are juggling all the things, we have two types of balls in our hands that we are juggling. We have glass balls and we have rubber balls. And 
which ball do you feel like you can drop in the whole world's not going to go to crap? Obviously the rubber ball. Those are the things that are not our priorities. Those glass balls, those are the things that we need to keep up in the air. Those are the important things. So that is something that you have to figure out. What are the things, what balls do we have going in the air? Which ones are the glass balls and which ones are the rubber balls? Without planning things out ahead of time, it is difficult to get everything crossed off your to-do list. And that's what we need. And one extra thing, your to-do list will never be totally completed. And that's okay. I have had weeks where I've had the same one thing on my to-do list and it was the same one thing all week long that kept getting moved to the next day and the next day and the next day because it took me so much longer than I realized it would or other things came up because that's the reality, right? Our kids get sick. We have an unexpected phone call. We have things that interrupt, but having some kind of plan in place can go a long way. And so that is where we're taking action. How we're fixing this problem is we are going to calendar it in. So what I want you to think about is when are you going to look at your schedule ahead? So this can be looking at it a week at a time. For, for me on Fridays, I spend my Friday, this is my quote unquote day off. I spend my Friday actually looking at the following week. So I have a plan in place. So I know when things are happening and when things need to get done. Because when we're not looking ahead, things creep up on us and we go, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. So again, we need to have something that shows us what, where things need to happen. In addition, I want you to think about when you are going to work on the things on your to-do list. One thing I like to do on that Friday, and maybe, you know, Sunday works better for you or even the day before looking ahead at your schedule the next day. But one thing I like to do when I am planning ahead and putting things in my calendar is I write down everything that needs to be done for the week and beyond. So there are things that are on my to-do list that I don't want to forget. And if I have time, I can do them, but they're not a priority this week. I just want to make sure that I don't forget to do it because it is coming up. And if I have time, I can work on it. But if I don't, I need to figure that out. But I want you to figure out when are you going to, to get those things done in your to-do list. And again, your to-do list is never going to end. You're always going to have something. You're never going to get everything crossed off. And that is 100% okay. When you know which balls are glass and which are rubber, we can figure out when we're going to get those glass balls done. And then lastly, when are you going to make time for the things outside of your business? For example, when are you going to spend time with your family? When are you going to do things that are fun for you? When are you going to fit in fitness? When are you actually going to rest? Because many times as an entrepreneur, we can work whenever, wherever, and we don't have a shutdown time. And so we end up working eight, 10, 16 hour days. That's not why we got into this. And if you love your job and you want to work that long, great, more power to you. I am not that person. I want to work four hours a day, four days a week. And I want to be able to have time to be present with my family. I want to have time to go get a beer with my husband on a Friday afternoon because his job is flexible. I want to be able to, to go work out when I can, which is usually first thing in the morning because that's when I can guarantee I can get it done. I want time to rest a little bit and decompress before my kids get home from school. Those things are important to me. So 
that when we're making time for things outside of our business, what are the things that you want to make sure that you have time for? Mistake number three is you don't have clear boundaries. And so what this looks like is you're working whenever and wherever. And again, isn't that why we got into business? Isn't that why we became an entrepreneur so that we could travel and work whenever and wherever and have all this flexibility in our lives, which is great. I love having the flexibility to work whenever and wherever when I can go out to lunch and not work for an hour or two and then come back and work for an hour and get things done that I need to get done. I love having that flexibility. But when it becomes a problem is when we are not setting guidelines for ourselves, when we're not we don't have set work hours when we are checking email at all hours of the day and responding to emails and things that are not our priorities, but somebody else's priorities at all hours of the day. When are you on your computer? When do you stop working for the day? I, I know this was my issue and this was my mistake is I didn't have the boundary of not opening up my computer after my kids went to bed. So my kids would go to bed at 8 p.m. And I would automatically get my computer, go get in bed and work until I was done working for the day because I had things on my to-do list I needed to get done because I didn't have boundaries with it because there's always something I could be working on. So I figured that's what I had to do. I had to keep working. I had to get it done. And it was miserable. I was burnt out. I didn't want to work like that. I wanted to have time to spend with my husband, to binge watch a show, to not worry about work after my kids went to bed because then I just felt like I was on all the time. There was no time for me. And to be our best, we have to have time for ourselves too. The other thing that having no boundaries looks like is you're saying yes to things that don't light you up. So for me, when I'm asked to do something, I have to think, is it a heck yes? And if it's not, it, it needs to be a no. And one thing I want you to remember is everything that you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. This is where your priorities really come in. Do your priorities look like saying yes to like my client? Saying yes to reading a book at your kid's school, which means no to working on something on your business or no to a phone call or no to something else. You have to think of these things ahead of time. You have to figure out what works best for you. So this looks different for everyone, but I want to give yourself permission to say no to things that don't serve you. And this has become blatantly clear to me recently because there are people that need help and it's something that is not necessarily in my business wheelhouse, but it's something I know how to do. And I'm like, oh, I can totally help that person. But when I say yes to helping a person that does not fit within my business, within my industry, within my niche, I'm spending time doing things for somebody else that isn't actually growing my business. That was a big wake up call for me. And then another thing that no boundaries looks like is you're not actually communicating your boundaries with other people. Now, this can be clients that you work with. This can be your partner or your spouse, but communication is key when it comes to your boundaries. It doesn't mean being mean. You don't have to be mean when you are telling someone, hey, these are my work hours. It means you are being open and honest to what you are or are not willing to do for your clients, your family, and your friends. So being clear and actually telling people, hey, thank you so much for thinking of me, but I cannot say yes to that right now. And it's okay to say not right now. It's okay to tell your kids, not right now. 
hey, mom has five minutes left to get this done. And then we can go play a game. We can go to the park. We can go hang out, do whatever you want. It's okay to say those things. Give yourself permission, but you have to be willing to communicate them. Let's take action and set some boundaries. These are really simple boundaries that you can set that go a long way. So number one, turning off notifications on your phone. My phone is constantly on silent because I don't want to be interrupted. You can even block phone calls from coming through except for your kid's school or your spouse or your parents or things that are important to you. So turning off the notifications on your phone because otherwise you will be constantly interrupted and every interruption, like an email, oh, an email came through. I don't know about you, but I was telling my business partner yesterday that I was looking for an email that I had accidentally trashed and it, I went through 150 emails to find it in less than a 24 hour period. That's a lot of emails that I had trashed. And if I had a notification for every one of those emails that came up, that'd be a problem. That's a lot of interruptions. So turn off the notifications on your phone. You can still have the emergency things that you need to have come through, but you don't need Facebook. You don't need Instagram. You don't need your email notifications because you're going to check them anyway. Another boundary you can set is turning off or snoozing your emails. Your emails are one of the biggest time wasters and time sucks that you could possibly have. And while checking emails are important for your business, chances are most of those emails are not important. So set limits for yourself on how often you check your emails. You can use a Google Chrome app called Boomerang that allows me to snooze my emails. And I use that when I have been procrastinating on something or it's something that is a difficult task that I know that I'm gonna procrastinate on and email is a distraction. So I snooze my emails for a set number of time and then I can unsnooze them and all the emails that I miss come through because most of the time I haven't missed anything that important. If it's really important, someone will call me. Another boundary to set is only working during your work hours. Now your work hours can look different every day. They do not have to be set work hours. We don't have to work a nine to five if you don't want to. If you want to, great, but you don't have to. But having boundaries around when work time is and work when work time isn't is really important. I remember when I first had quit my job and was working from home as an entrepreneur full time, I didn't have work hours and I would get caught up opening up my computer or being on my phone and sending messages or doing something. And my kids or my husband would be like, are you working right now? You're supposed to be spending time with us. It's a big wake up call when you have family calling you out for things that you're doing. And so I want you to block off time every day that you plan on working and then shut down your computer or your phone, whatever you need to do outside of those hours. And again, this can be looking at your day the day before and saying, okay, these are the hours that I'm going to work. And after those hours or between those hours, I'm not going to be on my computer. I'm going to close it for the day and not worry about it because you'll know that you've done the things that you need to do. And then a last boundary, and we've kind of already said this, is only saying yes to the things that are a heck yes. If it's something that you are hemming and hawing over, it is most likely not a yes for you. If it is something that you're going, I don't wanna do that, say no. It's okay to say no. It, you have permission to say no, but make sure you communicate it. Don't just ghost somebody because you are afraid of communicating that. So if you're ready to take some next steps in finding more time in your schedule so that you can work fewer hours in, the, in your business. 
I would love for you to download my free four-day workweek blueprint. You can find it at kristenvanhorn.com slash blueprint. It's 100% free. And it is going to walk you through a lot of these steps that we just took and beyond to help you figure out your priorities, work fewer hours, and have more time for the things you love. So that is it. Those are the three mistakes and how to fix them. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you gain some awareness around your time. I hope that you find more time in your day and take action with planning a day that works for you and setting those boundaries so that you, so that you are freed up to do the things that you love. 